Well, the SK Cobras are sponsored by the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. Soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. They got Kyoto Transmission and Repair. They got Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. They got Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa. They got Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. You got Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, as well as Vision Ag and Co-op of and uh, Vision Vision Ag and Farmers Co-op uh, of Kyoto and the surrounding areas. Uh, gosh, that's all the time we have, folks. Thanks for being with us, Coach Jensen. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, he doesn't have much time, and I spent half of it reading out the sponsors that support the team. Well, the program, Coach. Hey, thanks. Thanks well, for having uh, me again. You come off of a great big win. Um, it's, it's you know, you get a big lead and you coast to a victory is one thing. Uh, but when you have to fight for it, when you have to come back, and you have to play really well in the last minute of the game uh, uh, to get it done. And you went into overtime with this game. Um, shows me a lot of character and a lot of heart and a lot of uh, – uh, it really just comes down to two teams, and one team just has to want it a little bit more than the other team. And I think uh, SK was that team last night. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, who you played uh, and and uh, the final score in overtime. Okay. Well, we went over to Pleasantville to play the Trojans and, uh, you know – we, you know, we knew going into it, this was a really, really like solid football team, much improved from the last couple of years. Uh, you know, a lot of the pieces that were successful the last couple of years were back. They, they've got a solid group uh, there right now. And, and Coach Jorth does a great job with them and, and had them ready to play us, you know, and it was their homecoming, a lot of distractions going on probably for them. And, uh, you know, he had him ready to roll, and, and we talked about that during the week. Like, we've got to make sure we come and play our best football. And, uh, you know, I don't think we played bad, but we didn't play great. Uh, you know, had a lot of mistakes that uh, really cost us, you know. Uh, but, you know, we we found a way in the end. And really, uh, you know, I was I was proud of my team and, and coaches. No one, you know, no one got – like super wild and and you know i mean it was a hectic time but everybody stayed calm i feel like you know even when we were down we 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 knew all right we've got a chance we've got a chance and uh you know you know looking back like the first three quarters we didn't really play our best you know that's when we really made our big mistakes and gave them you know two touchdowns uh you know from from some coverage uh issues um, you know, they drove down and, and scored their first, uh, their first offensive <clears throat> series, but, uh, you know, they earned that one, you know, they, they were ready. They went and scored. We got the ball back, marched it down, scored ourselves. Uh, we blocked the, their extra points. We were up seven, six at the time, but, uh, you know, from, from there, we kind of just had some, some issues, uh, offensively. We, we were getting what we wanted, but no big plays, you know, but we were continuously marching, 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 you know, but we'd have, we'd have a penalty or, or, uh, you know, just a negative play that would kind of set us behind and, uh, you know, just couldn't get in that full groove, um, you know, but we went into halftime down 18, seven. And, you know, I, I think you could see the disappointment in the guys that we were down, but, but you could still tell that they were, they were going to be ready to go. You know, they knew what they had to do. And we tried to stress that to them. You got one half to go get this thing done. You, you've got to win the half, you know, understand what you, you're, you're doing and get your job done. And, uh, you know, I, I think 
they they showed the resilience and and they they showed the sign of a great football team um you know to be able to come back from that deficit and and uh you know but we we just have to understand that we've got to play at that level like when our backs are against the wall all the time um because when we do we're going to be pretty good but when we don't we, we can let teams kind of hang around and uh you know give us some fits but it was a great ball game you know we we uh traded a couple touchdowns there uh you know i think late third quarter into the fourth um you know but we're down was down uh 24 14 you know with i think we had the ball six minutes to go um you know but even at four minutes to go it was we hadn't scored yet and it was still uh down 10 so Found a way to get a touchdown, uh, marched down the field. It wasn't pretty by any means. You know, we had some penalties, and, and uh, you know, I had, a, I had a huge play call mistake that, that caused us some issue. But, uh, you know, we, we found a way to march down, score. Uh, the defense stepped up, you know, against a really, really good uh, Pleasantville offense. They, all their skill guys are weapons and, and uh, you know, got a stop, got the ball back. Um, again, another another kind of ugly drive put together uh, to march down the field. We got it down to you know I don't know the about three yard line, but uh, you know we're, was running out of time. So you know went for went for the field goal to tie it up, and uh, you know sure enough we 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 made it. Uh, Caden Clarehan put it through, and you know just gave us that extra extra life, you know, and uh, we kicked off. I think they had one play. We we knocked down, and uh, there we are in overtime. Yeah, well, uh, uh, you won it in overtime. Uh, I guess this is a good time to talk about this as any. Um, you guys scored, uh, and then uh, they get the ball back, and uh, it seemed to be. Uh, you know, I did. I was. I had my attention a little divided. Uh, uh, it seemed like they maybe threw a pass or something that looked like a touchdown. And then the, uh-huh. the, the referees kind of called it off. Uh, and then the, the coach got all upset. And uh, then some kid took his helmet off or something. And then they called another penalty. And then all of a sudden, they're 30 yards back. Uh, I don't know what happened there. Do you know what happened there? Uh, well, yeah, you know, um, so their, their first – well, it may, may have been their second play uh, in overtime. Um, you know, they had a rollout pass. They got called for holding, but, the you know, they, they threw, threw the pass and, uh, you know, they caught it for a touchdown. Well, okay, we knew it was holding, but then uh, the kid caught the touchdown, did, did you know, did something for excessive celebration and uh, so that he got a, a personal foul there for, for excessive celebration. So there we were. They were back uh, – Actually, it was first down, so they were back to first and, uh, you know, 25. Um, you know, so that was that was huge. I mean, you know, to, to take them off the 10-yard line and, and push them back that far. And then, you know, our, our defense, uh, you know, we, we didn't get a whole lot of pressure on them most of the night. Uh, but there, when it mattered, we started getting a little pressure. Our DBs had things covered up. And, uh you know, we got out of there with a fourth down incomplete pass and uh, won the game. Yeah, uh, uh, what a great win! Uh, I could I could get where he was frustrated, um, um, uh, just because you know it was homecoming and they were they were so close yep. to getting that win, and it just kind of um, 
you know, this was swept away from him right there at the last second. But uh, uh, nonetheless, a tremendous win. I want to talk a little bit. Uh, well, I'm going to talk about your team and, and my thoughts a, a little bit on, on the, the last part of that game that I watched. But Andy McGuire called me after the game. And I want to talk a little bit about this Pleasantville team. And particularly, the, uh, he said they had a freshman quarterback. And he said that kid was really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the previous films, he, he and another senior were, uh, kind of split in time. And, uh, you know, I think, I think with, within the film, you could tell, you know, the, the, the ceiling is probably higher with the freshman kid. Uh, you know, I think they, they were given the senior the chance, um, you know, they ended up moving into receiver and, and whatnot, but, uh, the freshman, yeah, the freshman quarterback was, uh, one of the best freshmen I've seen out there on the field playing that position. That's typically a tough, uh, a tough gig coming in as a freshman and being able to step in those shoes. But uh, that kid, that kid's got the it factor. You know, he's he's mobile. Um, you know, quick. Got an arm. I mean, he's he's <laughs> he was pushing balls downfield on the money. Um, as accuracy is on point, and uh, you know, he's going to be a, a issue for a lot of teams for the next four years. He, he probably provided you some headaches tonight and, and maybe some uh, nightmares to follow of, of thinking of three more years of playing that kid. Uh, well, what else did they do well before we uh, uh, stop talking about them? Well, they, their run game. I mean, that's, that's one of the things we talked about. We need to, we need to make them one dimensional and force them to pass and, and shut down their run. And, uh, you know, Caleb Cook is, is a senior now. I know he, he, he'd play, he'd ran the ball some last year, but they had a senior running back that, that got most of the carries, but ended up getting, uh, getting hurt there. So he kind of took over, but, um, a really, really good running back. I mean, just it, it, his vision's great. His quickness is quickness and cuts. You know, you think you have a beat on him, and and you know he can just he can just maneuver his body um, and, and get away from you. So he he really affected what we uh, what we were trying to accomplish. And uh, you know, I think they're I think they're lying. They had some big dudes, and uh, you know physical i think you know last year physicality we we could see they were bringing it they were pretty physical um this year they took it to a whole nother level and uh you know luckily we're a physical team as well and and you know instead of kind of being the most physical out there it was probably pretty even uh on both lines all right well uh, i'm gonna start talking about sk here um i i went and called the uh waco game it it was pretty much uh it was definitely decided by halftime, pretty much by the first quarter. Um, uh, they, they beat a, a, what I thought was a very good Eastern Valley team, but uh, provided me the opportunity to drive home at halftime, you know, and I was flipping on the YouTube and, you know, catching a little bit of that Wapolo uh, Danville game and, and some other games that was available. And then I looked at the scoreboard and I seen uh, you were in a kind of a tight one. So I went up uh, to the studio, flipped on Thunder Country and watched, uh, you know, most of that fourth quarter. Uh, but, uh, just by looking at the way your players were responding, um, I'm a big, big, uh, Sawyer stout guy. Uh, I felt like he, he led you to a victory, uh, against mid Prairie. And I had pretty much total confidence that he was going to do it again. I could just see by the way you guys were snapping to the line, um, by the precise way that you were playing the, it looked like your team was playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, somehow I was not particularly worried that you were going to lose the game well yeah i mean yeah i i 
being down 18-7 at half, you know, like I said before, we could kind of, we could see. I mean, you could see it in the guys. Um, a little down, but understand that you got to play another half. And and when we, you know, just just got uh, finally started getting a little bit going, and then the excitement was starting, and then they were playing like they 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 need to play. And you know, I think that's just something that that I think our uh, experience and upperclassmen they've been in these situations and and underhand understand how to how to take how to take control of things when when things aren't aren't going well you know but you know there wasn't like the sign out there that they're just done they they believe that they're just not going to win the game it was always in your mind that we're going to come back. Like we're going to come back. It just takes one play. It just takes something to happen. And, uh, you know, I think the, the confidence they had in themselves and, and no one was really just, um, out of control and freaking out. I mean, we were all under control. Let's, let's fix this. Let's get this thing done, you know, from play to play, what's going to put us in the best situation. And, and, uh, you know, some of the calls worked out. Some of the calls didn't, some guys made plays, some guys didn't, but, uh, you know, we still had the confidence, and that, and that's a sign of a good football team. Most teams in this situation probably couldn't handle the pressure and would have folded. Um, you know, our guys just they, – they were pretty even keel throughout the game, and I think we see we can't be even keel. You know, you've got to have some highs and you got to have some lows, but you've you got to stay pretty uh, pretty even. But we, we just didn't have any of those highs last night, and, uh, you know, find find little things to get excited about that way you're excited all game long and i think that's something that that we've got to do a better job of but our guys eyes was still on the prize they they believed just like the coaches believed um that we can come back you know i told them at halftime you know win the second half well the third quarter it was just it was a trade-off no one really did anything you know and then got the fourth quarter guys you have to you've got to go score here to put yourself in a position to, to, to win this game, you know, and, and they, they rallied up, they scored, we stopped them, got the ball back, drove down. Now we would have loved to get the touchdown there, but we got the field goal to tie it up. And, uh, you know, then we were right where we needed to be. And I think the, you know, uh, maybe wind came out of, of Pleasantville's sales, you know, or if you're up 10 points, with six, five, four minutes to go, and they get a touchdown, and then are driving to score and do score to tie it. Um, you know, there's probably doubt running through those minds where our guys were finally really, really, really believing we got this game. Yeah, the momentum was swinging your way at the right time in that game. Uh, let me talk to you about halftime adjustments here. Uh, I know you like to sit down with your coaches. You have some. You've always had some really great coaches. Some have gone on to. Uh, you know, one in particular is uh, the Clint Weber over there at Pekins, really uh, uh, turning some heads over there. Uh, he had a tremendous yep, performance a in, a, in a loss last night. Uh, but you you turn to your to your coaches and you say, "Man, what do we got to do? What kind of halftime adjustments? What? How can we pick up a block? I mean, just some little tiny things. You know, in, in this game of inches here, how did your uh-huh. coaching staff help you?" to maybe see something or maybe something that you saw that, that your coaches helped implement uh, some kind of a change that you made at halftime uh, that really started paying off. Well, you know, I mean, we're, we're always communicating back and forth throughout the, throughout the half. And it's tough to really make 
big adjustments, uh, you know, with within the game. You know, you can make small adjustments, and that's and that and that's fine. Um, that'll help you at least ease some pain. Um, and then at halftime, then you can just sit down and explain to everybody, here's what we got to do. Um, you know, last night it was just it was really just a lot of little things. We didn't make any huge adjustments offensively. I felt like we were moving the ball. We were just kind of shooting ourselves in the foot at times. Um, you know, we talked about double teams. We've got to get double teams moved, you know, and, and then work the backer. I mean, which is stuff we talk about all the time. Um, you know, solo down blocks, you know, you've got to get down, force them inside, you know, look for backers coming. You know, just, just all the little things that, you know, we, we talk about constantly. Um, and then, you know, you get to see them in the game, and we were seeing that stuff going on. You know, but defensively, I think, you know, uh, changing a little bit of alignment, um, you know, is, is about all we kind of did there. Um, you know, talked coverage. We had some broken coverages, but even throughout the game when we're, you know, uh, you know, one of the, one of the coverages got blue and they blew blown and they scored a touchdown. Well, okay. You know, I talking to, talking to, you know, the safeties and corners, you got to know what your man's doing. And, and they knew, they knew they, uh, had made the mistake. Um, so, you know, it's just, just the little things. And a lot of the times the, the guys know already, um, it just takes a little extra, you know, acknowledgement from us guys, you got to take care of business. You got to do this. You got to do that. So we didn't, we didn't really change a, a ton of our game plan. It was just, uh, you know, calling out the things that we need to get back in check. All right. Well, um, I think this win uh, typifies a little something about your game plan in general or the style of game you play. You kind of play a physical, imposing game that uh, as the game wears on, all that hitting and pounding and grinding and shoving it down your throat tends to kind of wear on the other team. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that in the last minutes of the game, you're stronger than the, and the other team is uh, starting to feel the effects of all that accumulated beating that they've been taking the, the whole game that SK just kind of just dishes out every time you hike the ball. Uh, do you think that might've had a factor in it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and I think our conditioning, you know, we, we, we do do a good job of conditioning, you know, but last week, uh, you know, had some weather, had to cut one of the practices short, uh, that we, we typically condition really, really heavy. And, uh, you know, but I think, I think we're well conditioned, um, not saying that Pleasantville's not, you know, but I feel like every game we go into, we're we're going to be in there to win the conditioning battle. And uh, but the other piece to that is, yeah, you keep getting beaten on for for forty eight minutes. Can you continue to play up to the level that that you typically play? And uh, I think a lot of teams, you know, can't withstand those type of body blows for an entire game. Pleasantville, I, I thought, did for three, three and a half quarters. You yeah. know, so they, they were right there. But, Maybe 44 minutes know. of the game they can handle it. Maybe 46 right, minutes know. of the game they can handle it. But at some point, they, you, you just – and it just takes the blink of an eye to uh, make a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of what, you know, what we preach and, and how we play. You know, be physical, be, be good condition, play fast, you know, just, just – put a pounding on people and, and, you know, the, the, the really good teams, you know, are, do have that physicality, you know, and I felt like, I felt like Pleasantville, you know, did have that physicality with us. So, 
you know, but it's, it's, uh, you know, those close games typically, yeah, the other team is, is a physical football program as well. Yeah, for certain, for certain. It was a great, great game. It's been a really joy uh, uh, following SK through this, this season. Well, we haven't really talked about any of the players. I guess let's start on the defense. Um, uh, uh, who on the defense do you want to mention? Well, I'll just kind of, kind of just go down the list, I suppose. You know, I mean, we've got, I've got a couple DNs that we've talked about uh, before that that are kind of our anchors on the defense, and and that's Aiden Quire and uh, Evan Vitito. Um, inside, we got Hunter Hunter Searin and and uh, Connor Strand. Uh, you know, have some kind. Of, have I some like them guys. Yep, have some rotators that come in some there as well. But, uh, you know, a linebacker, Ashton Schwab and uh, Jace Kalupa and, and Caden Clarehan's kind of sharing time there now that he's back with his, back from his knee injury. Um, Sam Backer, you got Jake Moore. And, um, you know, our, our, our defensive backs, corners were uh, um, Isaac Bruns and, and Kale Clarehan, uh, safeties, um, Cole Kindred and uh, – Oh, uh, Brady Clark and Ike Molnix has kind of uh, found found kind of a role in the defensive backfield as well. Some, so you know, uh, there's a lot of guys that we that that do rotate in and stuff, you know. But I, I think you know we're we're a team that you know everybody uh, we've got. I wouldn't say we have any absolutely uh, completely above everybody talent, but we've got a lot of a lot of just hard nosed, tough kids. Uh, that have worked their butts off to get to where they're at, and uh, you know we're we're talented across the field. Um, you know, so we're we're just excited with the guys we got, and uh, a lot of seniors out there. So um, they've they've been doing this for you know four years now, and we just want to put put them out in the best position they can uh, to have the the best season they can. Okay. Well, uh, let's flip it over. And well, before we talk about that, I, I did hear that uh, Andy McGuire. Or- Aiden McGuire uh, uh, made a particularly good play in a big, big moment in the game. Uh, can you talk a little bit about him uh, and maybe some of the play, he, uh, maybe this big play he made? Well, I know, uh, I I don't know exactly what play, but I know he did block, uh, block the extra point, their first extra point, which, uh, you know, led him to six points rather than seven, I, you know, so that's, that's a huge play in the game right there. And, and it was in a position where you, you wouldn't even really think twice. Oh, okay. We missed the extra point or the extra point got blocked. Uh, well, I think know, that's a it, big, big deal. But, but yeah. at, at the end of the game, yes. Like that was a huge deal. And, uh, cause after that, they started going for two, um, you know, and, and couldn't convert on their twos. So, you know, the, 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 uh, we may have gave up touchdowns, but we didn't get those extra points um, after, and that really turned out to be, uh, you know, probably the, the the reason we won the ball game. Yeah, I call that a cascading effect. You know, yeah, absolutely. You do one thing, and then it forces them to do something else, and if that doesn't work, forces them to do something else. You know, uh, uh, yeah. So that was big, and he's been playing big, and all those guys you mentioned on that line are pretty good. Uh, another player I want to ask you a little bit about is this Ike Mullinex. Um, Andy McGuire has always been in my ear about Ike and what a, a, a potentially good player he's going to be and how he's really finding ways to help you this year. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's you know, in, obviously uh, uh, the youngest brother of the, the two other Mullinexes that have come through, uh, uh, Caden Reed. Um, 
you know, so we know he's got he's got some lineage there, and and, and just kind of brings a dynamic uh, ability to the field. I mean, he plays linebacker, but we've now moved him to corner some because he's he's rangy, he's fast, he's you know he's football smart. Uh, so kind of playing him at uh, some cornerback and. Um, you know, using him on offense a little bit to run the ball. We got him on some special teams. Um, you know, he had he had a couple good runs last night and a, and a huge uh, uh, screen pass that that uh, put us in a position there in, in one of the final minutes there. And um, you know, he's he's going to be a great you know athlete. I mean, he's he's shown that he's a great basketball player. He's you know great. He's been great at football. Um, you know, baseball, track. I mean, it's just. He's got it, and, and the fact that he's a freshman right now and can really compete with, you know, the older guys, um, you know, just says a lot about kind of what he's done, um, you know, off seasons wise, and, and just being being an athlete and, and playing everything, and uh, you know, that's kind of got him to this point, and and you know, we're we're trying to use his abilities, and I think last night was huge because he was really pretty pretty much the the freshest player. Um, out on the field when he went in, you know, late in the game, they were dead. You know, our guys were getting gassed, um, and he had some fresh legs and, and, and helped out uh, helped out the offense. Okay. Well, uh, uh, the offense was was really stellar down the end. Um, according to Andy McGuire, uh, uh, Sawyer's had a little up and down play, um, not so great early in the game, but uh, again, his leadership comes in there, and and there's a determination there and a confidence there that uh, um, really took over the team and led you guys to a, a victory. But go ahead and let's go over the offensive numbers, you know. And as, as always, we're going to start with the offensive line. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, we've got uh, Brock Alderson at center. Uh, Evan Vitado at our strong guard. Owen Meeky at our quick tackle. Uh, Connor Strand at our, our uh, strong tackle. Um, and then Brody Griner at strong end. Uh, the quick side, we've got uh, Billy Kendrick at quick guard and, and uh, Chase Searin at uh, quick end. So those are the guys up front that are that are really doing a pretty good job for us. Uh, you know, I think we, we maybe had some struggles early. You know, I think losing losing Dylan Renner, uh, you know, was a, was a tough loss. But uh, we've all those guys have kind of had to adjust and Billy's jumped in and really done a great job of picking things up. And each week he's, he's getting better and better and better. And, uh, you know, we, 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 we rely on these guys. They don't get their, their names in the paper a whole lot for, for what we do offensively. But, uh, you know, without those guys, our, our, our backs aren't doing what they're doing. So we, you know, you know, whether it's whether it's a end or a lineman, uh, I suppose you can throw the blocking back in there as well. And that uh, uh, Aiden McGuire's kind of stepped in uh, and, and Chase or uh, uh, Claire Hand um, Colton or not Colton. Um, gosh, my mind's blank. Caden. Uh, Caden, yes, Caden. We got we got Chase, we got Caden, and we got Colton. I can't ever. Uh, there's you know, a lot of them. Pull, there, there's clear hands of plenty. You're just happy to have them. Yeah, I just can't pull that name out. I, I think of all three of them. But, uh, you know, that position also is a huge reason uh, we're able to do what we do. You know, getting an extra body to the hole to block, uh, you know, uh, help and pass block, things like that. So, you know, that group up front right there, um, you know, if, if they play a good football game, our offense is going to look good. You know, if they don't, 
really play a good football game, you know, our offense might struggle a little bit. So, you know, we're just we're we're excited with the guys we got, and and we know the uh, potential that they have, but we've got to uh, play up to that potential all all game long. Well, uh, let me ask you a little bit about Billy Kindred. Uh, uh, I know I, I follow him through football, basketball, and baseball. He's a guy that's willing to play wherever you need him to play. You need a third baseman, he'll be third baseman. You need a, a pitcher, he'll be a pitcher. You need a uh, you need a forward at the basketball team. He'll he'll he always seems to find some way into the starting lineup. Uh, uh, what's it like to have a kid like him that's willing to just take on whatever role you give him? Yeah, I mean he's he's just. He's a quiet kid that uh, just just works, you know. I mean, uh, and I, I would venture to guess if you asked him, uh, uh, "Hey, Billy, you think you're going to be playing uh, quick guard for us this year?" He probably would have laughed at you and said no. And uh, you know, but that's why you prepare. I mean, he didn't think his number would probably get called, and it got called the uh, very first game of the season. So you know, and and it's an unfortunate situation that that happened with Dylan, but. Um, you know, he's he stepped in and really, really uh, relished his role, and and uh, we're just excited that you know, okay, we've got him for another year. You know, it's it's horrible what happened to Dylan, uh, but somebody else has to step in, and, and it's a kid that's going to be you know back next year for us. So getting reps this year and understanding the the gameplay. What about Connor Strand? He's playing both ways. Uh, uh, maybe we don't talk about him enough, but he, he seems to be another big part of what you're doing. He's such a big, strong kid. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he, he's he's a second year starting uh, starting strong tackle for us, and you know, last year it was a lot of learning. Uh, once he started getting things figured out, he was he was showing his kind of dominance. One once he's able to, you know, not think and just play. Um, and I think that we we we've got to see that this year, and you know, another year of growth uh, growth from him, and and we're we're seeing great things out of him, and and that's uh, you know, we run pretty much to him or, you know, obviously his side of the line, you know, 90% of the time. So, uh, you know, you've got to have a guy out there that can impose their will on, on the opponent. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's, let's, uh, get to what SK does, uh, um, three yards in a cloud of dust and sometimes a little bit more, uh, talk to me about the running game. Um, well, I mean, we, we've, we've, Started getting things going now, uh, looking a lot better early in the season. Maybe maybe struggled a little bit. Started started to get some confidence and going. But uh, you know we've got we've got Sawyer at uh, spin back. You know uh, last night. You know Jake. Uh, we we put Jake out there a uh, little more of a more of maybe a, a run blocker for us. And uh, you know so. I think I think being able to use those two guys in certain situations uh, is big for us, and to have two guys you can rely on to go in and get it done that that are different type of players, uh, you know, kind of kind of makes makes the other team have to prepare for something else, you know. Um, tailback, we've kind of got a, f- a few guys rolling through there. Kale Clarahan, you know, went from wing back, uh, kind of his last three years, I guess, uh, moved him to tailback due to, due to Reed Bolinus's entry, you know, have Isaac Bruns. He kind of got dinged up a couple weeks ago, but, uh, you know, got those, those two at, uh, at tail. Um, you know, I think Ike, Ike's shown that he can, he can help out in that position as well. You know, wing back, uh, Cole Kindred and well, we, we 
sometimes, you know, put Colt uh, at tail as well. So really all our backs are our wing backs or tail backs. You know, we can switch them and, and rotate them and, and do different things. But, uh, you know, we, we, we've, we've got the, even though we lost a, a guy that was going to do really good things back there in Reed, um, you know, we feel like we've got depth. We've got four guys that, uh, we think and run those those few positions. All right. Well, uh, um, let's talk about uh, the pass in the game. And uh, you got a guy, Killer Cole Kindred. There, uh, he uh, he won the X Factor vote uh, on Round Eddie. Guy Radio's poll last week, and then he turned out and made me look pretty good, uh, or look look at made the voters look pretty good. Uh, um, an X Factor to me is a guy that's not the primary target, but if you're third and long, uh, if you fourth and long, you need a really catch. If, if, if the game gets to it, this guy can get out there and, and, uh, if you can get him the ball, he can make good things happen for you. Uh, talk to me about Cole Kendrick. Well, Cole's, Cole's been a kid we've, we've seen, uh, since we got him, you know, his freshman year that, that was really going to be able to do some big things and, uh, you know, play JV his freshman year, but, uh, you know, come sophomore year ended up, uh, earning the the starting free safety job so he's been you know he's been playing defense for us the last three years um you know really done a good job offensively been out there the last two for us you know and and, and again yeah I, I agree he doesn't get the ball as much as the tailback does um but when he does typically we're we're, we're getting a big play or we use him in the pass game and um you know, I don't know what his yards per catch uh, this year are, but it seems like every one he catches is is like thirty or more yards. So, you know, a guy that that on both sides of the ball uh, is is pretty special, and also in the return game. I mean, the kid literally never really leaves the field, other than kickoff, I think, and maybe punt. Um, you know, he's he's there at punt return, uh, there for kick return, playing offense, playing defense. So, uh, kind of kind of a kid that just doesn't get off the field because of his ability to, to do what he can do. Well, uh, and he did, he, he do what he do, uh, in the fourth quarter for you there, uh, uh, making a big, big catch. And I believe it seemed like to me, if I remember right, uh, it was a, a, a mishandled, uh, I don't know if it was a bad snap or just didn't quite get his hands on it. And the ball dribbled a little bit and he picked it up and rolled out and, and Cole was covered pretty good, but there was a big, that was a big play. Talk to me just about that one play. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, we were going to run quick screen and, uh, it ended up turning into quick screen and go, uh, you know, the ball got snapped. It was, it was just kind of hit the hands and hit the ground and, uh, Sawyer got it picked up right away and, and realized the quick screen's probably out of there now. So he took off and rolled out and, uh, you know, we, you know, just kind of scramble rule, man. If something breaks down, find a crease and go, and and that's exactly what he did. He ended up getting behind the behind their defensive backs that were charging forward for the quick screen, and uh, you know we we got the pass over top completed, and and really that was a huge play because it was fourth and fourth and ten or fourth and fifteen. So um, you know, big play for us, set us up to 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 you know essentially near the end win the game. Yeah, uh, it was big. And then uh, it seemed like Jake Moore played a little role there um, uh, when you were down at short yardage trying to get get you something. Yeah, um, you know, we we knew after the first half, let's let's, you know, interject a little bit of a change here and, and throw Jake in there and let him, uh, 
you know, let him run a little bit, let him lead block a little bit uh, from the spin back position. You know, he's not really a typical quarterback type guy. He's a, you know, kind of just a hard nosed linebacker guy playing, uh, playing a little spin back to, you know, whether it's, whether it's uh, him running or him leading and going and blocking, uh, you know, he, he, he kind of, we've seen other times when we put him in, he's just brought a spark to the team and, uh, you know, ended up with, uh, with two, two rushing touchdowns uh, on the night. So, you know, just, just kind of a thing where, all right, Hey, let's, let's, let's take another look at this, jump out there, see what we can do. And, uh, you know, he had a little bit of success. The offense started having a little success and, uh, you know, let him ride, ride it out. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk about the special teams. You know, um, I'm always saying somewhere along the line, you're either going to win or lose a game on special teams. This might be one that you won on special teams. Well, I, I, I guess one special teams play. Yes, uh, I think I think that one. I mean, I still think we 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 covered the uh, you know covered kickoff better than we have. Um, so that was that was something good we saw. Um, you know, our, our our punting game was was all right. Uh, you know, our kick return we we had a couple all right returns, punt returns. We, you know, we didn't, didn't get a whole lot of returns. So I'd say it was pretty, you know, pretty even. We didn't have any explosive stuff on, uh, on special teams. Um, a few things took steps forward, a few things took steps back. Uh, but, but, you know, blocking the, blocking the extra point may, uh, may have been that, that one thing that took us over the top. Well, if they had, if they hadn't, if they had one more point, that field goal wouldn't have tied it up. But let me talk to you about your decision to make, kick that field goal. Uh, uh, it was, I don't know, was, you're in inside the 10. I don't know whether you're in the 5 or the 8 or what, what yard line you were at. Uh, but it was fourth down. There was like 11 seconds left in the game. And you uh, decided to go for the, the field goal. Now, not everybody's got a Caden Clare hand in their back pocket that they can just throw out there. Uh, but uh, whether it was a long field goal or a short field goal, it was a high – leverage field goal you know it's a high pressure field goal um why did yeah. you decide to do that and uh um uh and obviously it was the right thing to do because he, yeah. he just nailed it well yeah obviously that went over my head yeah that was definitely a huge special teams play so i don't know uh um how i really forget that one but you know it, well, that's it, what i was talking about right there right <laughs> well yeah I, well you, you gotta you gotta prod me along a little bit there if, uh if i'm going off track but uh yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that was a big play. Um, you know, I really it wasn't it wasn't much of a choice. So the time was running down. We were short on downs. Um, you know, it, we didn't have any timeouts at that point in time. So when we had to uh, uh, run our last play, we knew, okay, we're not going to get another playoff. Um, you know, we don't have a timeout to stop the clock, so have the punt team or have the the field goal team ready and and uh, you know go kick it and just told him, hey, this is an extra point, man. And he, yep, coach, I got it. So you know, he uh, he stepped up. We we got things blocked, got a good hold, and uh, put the put the kick through. Yeah, it looked really sweet. You know, I mean, um, any little flaw, you know. Miss block, bad snap, high snap, low snap, bad set down. You know, there's a, there's a, a million things that can go wrong, but that that looked like the textbook way you ought to do it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I we, I hopefully we practice it enough where that's just it's just natural, and uh, 
you know, that's kind of why you, why you put yourselves in those positions, you know, work on the things that could win or lose you a ball game. And, uh, you know, whether it's extra point or field goal, it, you know, everything's got to be, got to line up perfect. And, uh, you know, like I said, snap, hold, uh, the, the blocking up front, you know, and then the, the kicker ultimately kicking it through. So, you know, we just try it. We, we, we do work on that. We get a lot of, a lot of extra points, you know, on Tuesday and then Thursday. So, uh, we just hope that becomes natural for us. All right. Well, we've talked a lot about this game, uh, but is there anything else you want to mention about this game? Nope. Uh, okay. I think, uh, the, the, the 40 minutes or so we talked about it probably ought to be enough. Uh, but, uh, you are out of the frying pan and into the fire, uh, my friend, uh, as, uh, um, you're undefeated in the, uh, district. Uh, I believe Pella Christian is undefeated in the district. Um, uh, this, this is probably, uh, um, since you both got past, uh, a, a, a really tough Pleasantville team, I, I, I'm thinking this may be the district championship game here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Pella Christian coming to town and, uh, uh, is, uh, is there a, a, there's no, I don't think there's a curtain raiser on this one. Is there? No, no. Okay. So uh, let's talk about this game. Uh, uh, what are you thinking? Well, it's uh, it's gonna, probably going to be the same style of game as uh, we've had the last few years. You know, one possession, one one uh, one score lead, probably to win it. You know, I think they've they they know us, we know them. You know, they're they're running a little different uh, uh, you know offense than we've seen in the past recently, but it's it's something similar to what we what they ran uh, when we first started playing here, you know, eight years ago or so, um, you know, so some familiarity, they, they got a little bit of a different, uh, different look offensively now, but uh, you know, it's going to be a physical football game. It's going to be a, a, uh, you know, well-executed football game. It, you know, you've got to execute in these type of games. And if not, one team's probably going to take the advantage, but uh, we're, we understand it's the district championship when, you know, we're not looking ahead or thinking anything about anybody else, you know, but this is the game the last three years that, that has decided it. And, uh, it, that it's looking the same way, um, this season. Yeah. It, it's, a uh, it's such a great game and such a, a classic game. And, uh, it's everything round guy radio likes in a game, you know, um, both are pretty physical teams. Uh, um, it just seems like every every time you guys play each other, it's it's almost more like a a, a twenty two man boxing match than it is a a, a football game uh, in a sense. Uh, what what kind of intensity do you think you're going to have to play with to uh, and what are you going to have to do to be successful against Pella Christian? Well, we're we're going to have to play up to our potential. Number one, uh, and have to play physical and and execute really really well. You know, we can't have any mistakes. If we do. Um, those, that's the things that get you beat in, in these type of games. So, you know, it, we're, it's no secret or, you know, anything special. It's, it's playing, doing your job, playing at a high level all game long, you know, playing physical against your opponent and, and executing everything you do. Yeah. I think it's, you're, you're right about that. You're just going to have to, uh, I don't want to say flawless game, but you're, you're, you're going to have to limit your mistakes quite a bit. Cause I think, in this game, a mistake could really uh, cost either team, couldn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, a turnover here or there, uh, you know, a big special teams play here or there could could definitely be the difference in the game. All right. Well, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to look at them yet. I've talked to her coach a couple of times. I know 
They've been winning some pretty big games uh, uh, this year. They, they, they're always a solid team. Have you got a chance to look at them? Can you tell me, you know, are they a pass-heavy team? Are they a run-heavy team? Are they a kind of a balanced team? What are they gonna? What are they? What are they like to do? Well, they're they're gonna be they're a double wing, kind of a spread double wing uh, team, and they're they're gonna run the ball. I mean, and they've got a great play action pass. I mean, they as well as they've thrown before, and how much they've thrown before, uh, you know, with with their spread offense, uh, they've still got that ability to do that. But uh, they're gonna they're gonna shrink it down and, and play a little uh, more physical brand of football, I think, and. Uh, you know they're going to run the ball at you and play action pass you, and um, and it looks like they've done it uh, done it pretty well um, all season long. Well, if you're ready for some breaking news, Round Guy Radio has this as the best game in the state of Iowa uh, Friday. There you go. Good. So I guess it's be there, or be square. Uh, get out there and enjoy some SK football while the weather uh, still makes it. It's just I was out there Friday night. And it was just a gorgeous night and. Uh, um, Friday nights in Iowa uh, here uh, as we get started into the fall, uh, it's a it's a beautiful time of year. You get to watch the sunset, and it, it's uh, uh, no better place to be on a Friday night than a high school football game, is there? Absolutely. I mean, town's shut down, and, uh, you know, everybody's watching. So it'll oh. be exciting. You know, it always is, but these games uh, just has a, a definitely a different feel. All right. Well, uh, is there anything else you want to say that we haven't talked about yet? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got her done. Thanks for being with us, Coach. All right. Thank you. Go, Coach.